Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, the podcast about great ideas you'll never do that someone else can do instead. I'm John, and this is all my fault. And trans rights. I'm Besha. Defund the police. So, how are you doing, John? I I have I have to tell you something. Yes. And um, you know what? And we should also probably bring our guest in right away as well because I'm sure she'll have opinions on this. Mm -hmm. Um, Welcome back for her fourth appearance on this show, the one and only Jenna. 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 Hello, everyone. I, I have something to confess to the both of you, yeah. which is that I have fallen down an internet rabbit hole, which is this site called Bricklink, which is for people who really like Legos and want <laughs> to sell Legos to other people who really like Legos. And this can take the form. This can take one of two forms. One form, which is th- I think probably vastly more interesting, and which I have not delved into at all because I value my time and my bank account and my marriage and the amount of space that I have in my house um, and so many other things but uh, that so that particular side is like custom kits that people design and they'll just like send you the parts and instructions for for like literally whatever the fuck you can think of yes so there's that but the other part is where they'll, they'll just sell you just Lego parts so um, for me the, Quentin has a lot of of things that he wants to build that take parts that we don't have a lot of, right? Like sort of mm-hmm. things that, that hinge and he wants to build construction equipment all the time. And so I decided it was time <laughs> to, to buy some very specific Duplos, like just basically more copies of some of the parts we already have. Mm-hmm. Plus one particular part that we don't already have that is basically like the scoop for a front loader. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would have yes it, the thing is that like it would normally be cheap except that i i bought it from the only store that had it which was in russia mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it cost good. me 20, 20 bucks to ship and it um like it theoretically so it shipped at the beginning of july and for a very long time all it said was like Received at facility in yep. Moscow. Yep. Here's here's something uh-huh. I learned, which is that you can get a tracking number, a U.S. Postal Service tracking number for things that don't originate in the U.S. Because this was just a straight up USPS tracking number, and yeah, for a really long time it just said processed through facility in Moscow, and I was like, did yeah. did my Lego part just get seized eaten by, by a customs? Sturgeon? <laughs> yeah. or, so, by that's they're the, like we really need more this. obvious, yeah. <laughs> but so I just I so I, after a while I just I gave up checking honestly. Uh-huh. But a, 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 a little while ago I decided to just check in and see how how my sturgeon was doing, and it I had an update which was that New York has it now. Hey, um, as of the twenty hey. seventh of July on the mainland. So, you know that I I got a I got a um, saber for my house, Carl, who fences. And it did the exact same thing. Like, first of all, they're, they're like, made uh, individually, so it took, like, three weeks before they even had one. And then it was just, like, stu- it was, like, received by customs in Moscow for, like, six weeks. And then all of a sudden it was at JFK Airport, and then it was here, like, in three days. I, so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a thing. Huh. Oh, sure. 
I, I, I was yeah. just, you know, I, I would have, I would have appreciated some kind of nope. up. I mean, I, I mean, who it knows, right? I mean, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, the, they no, no shade to postal workers. They're going through a fucking oh, lot God, right yeah. now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This, this is not, yeah. This is not me trying to slam them so much as the information architecture that surrounds their activities. Yeah. And like, is there not a a, a better, more granular way to do it? Who knows? Plus, but, um, like at that yeah. point, it was it was on a boat somewhere. Seriously, like it wasn't it wasn't in U.S. custody. Yeah, I, I would have Most appreciated likely. a status that said something. Yeah, like, it's on, on a, a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. Do you know, so I actually, uh, I went to Cabo in February and I ordered um, a bunch of like cute little outfits and swimsuits from this company called uh, Zayful. (sighs) Well, they don't really, they're not very upfront about the fact that uh, it's going to take a really long time for your stuff to get here. Mm. I mean, it's like very cheap. But it was just for Cabo, so I was just like, I don't care. So I ordered it at least a month in advance, and about a week before, it had not arrived. And so being the little smarty pants that I am, Amazon has the same stuff for four times the price. So I went, and I primed my same outfits, and then my plan was to get the outfits from Zayful and return them to Amazon. Oh. And I would have gotten away with it had a pandemic not hit. <laughs> <laughs> and now I just have all these outfits I don't need. I, Twice as I many. Have, I have faith that you'll need them eventually. Don't don't you have a pool? My yes, my my parents have a pool, but they're like they're like two piece like they're not swim outfits. Like my swimsuits are great. But that other outfits that I got were made for people who maybe aren't quite as curvy as me. Um, mm-hmm. So I will not be wearing them. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. Understood. Yep. Yeah. Do, 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 do. It, it just occurred to me that we should probably intro the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Fair. If you're just tuning into this podcast for the first time, welcome. Here's what's happening. For the past dozen years, I've been writing down every idea I've ever had without editing and throwing them all into a big pile. Now our guests, like Jenna, get to dig through the pile and look for anything good, crazy, or some combination thereof. If you hear one that sounds good to you and you want to run with it, do it. I just want credit. And I want to cut. Here's the thing, though, which is that as this podcast has been going on for some time, we have started to run into friends who have started keeping their own idea files. And Jenna is one of them, and her idea file is incredible. So we're going to do a thing where we're going to trade ideas. So we're going to do a few of mine and a few of hers, and we're just going to do that instead because it is so much fun to delve into these. I I used to call this my... um, I used to call my idea file what? What was it? The uh, my my the the junk drawer of my of my brain, mm-hmm. something like that, right? And it's true that it kind of is, but it's also just sort of like, do, do you, Besha? I mean, this I guess mm-hmm. is a Besha question. It also kind of is a Jenna question since you've been through the idea file. What sort of picture? Uh, like, do you think that it paints an accurate picture of what goes on inside my? <laughs> oh, very. Oh my gosh, yes. Junk drawer isn't really active enough. Yeah, I would I would agree. Yeah, maybe not the junk drawer. Maybe um, I just think it's more like imagination land. Terrifying you know? crucible of John's brain. <laughs> I love it. 
Why not that? Why not that? That sounds good. Speaking of which, I believe last time we did this, we did a Jenna idea first. So I think probably just for the sake of parity, we should we should let's start off with a, with an idea from my terrifying crucible, okay. and then we'll uh, we'll go to yours, Jenna. All right. Um, Incredible. So this is in the question category. It is student participation in internet arguments. And then in the notes, it says, what percentage of internet arguments can be traced to kids in college or grad school? Being edgelords. Yes, exactly. So many. This seems like it should be an answerable question. If all of the things that we believe about the internet and the tracking of you on it are to be believed, right? I mean, I, I, I would bet you that if I had a suite of, of the correct tools and all the time in the world and an extremely powerful set of computers, I bet that I could probably arrive at some rough approximation of the number. I just want to know what that number is because I bet yeah. you it's high. So oh, definitely. I would like to say that it's probably around 37 to 40%. And then there's about 32 to 50% of people over 50, because it's those two age groups that don't know better. Yeah. Because everyone in between is like, it's not worth my time. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there's no way. If someone tries to argue with me on my own post, like, I'll delete it. I'll delete their comment. DM me. I don't you wanna if you if you would like to school me on a better way of thought, I'm super open to it. But do not try to humiliate me on Facebook. Get a life. <laughs> Get a life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Agreed. Yes. Yes. Uh now out of those percentages, right? Like of the let's say the thirty seven to forty percent of college people, what what percentage would you say is dudes? Is it ninety or ninety five? Oh yeah, no. Uh, I would go with a solid ninety three point eight. Yeah, that that seems accurate to me. I don't know, Besha. What do you oh, think? Yeah, that sounds about right. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, if if somebody out there is a uh, is is an you know an esteemed hacker slash data scientist who would like to take this project on, let me know what your results are, because I am extremely curious. <laughs> yes, we all need to know that we're right in this. Basically. <laughs> because we are. All right, it's time for a Jenna idea. Ooh. Jenna, here's what I would like to know about. And I, I actually don't know what this stands for, so that's probably the first <laughs> question. Um what is HFBK Podcast 2020 Radio? Okay, so this was actually a today idea because I just realized that this year is um, a huge fucking buzzkill. And <gasps> you just realized. <laughs> well, <laughs> I said it. I said today, like, huge fucking buzzkill. And then I was just like, man, that is HFBK 2020 FM radio and people just write in and they tell me, you know, all the things they're missing out on. Oh, I had to cancel my trip to Italy. HFBK, huge fucking buzzkill. And we just talk about it, you know? We all commiserate together. That's just, you know. Go ahead, sorry. Just my my idea today. (laughs) 
I mean, I I do like it. The, uh, there's definitely there was an episode of a podcast that I listened to that was nothing but this. That was yeah. I was sort of like, I, you know what? I do miss that shit. This this house listens to a fair amount of uh, worst year ever, which mm. wasn't specifically about uh, how much this year sucks. It was about politics, but now it's kind of you know. Is that about, is that Robert Evans? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love him. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Big time fan, especially here in Portland. Oh yeah, he's he he's doing whatever Lord God's he believes work. in work there. Yep. Yeah, no, I just think you know, and then we could play songs that came out this year, or because you know, a really cool thing that has come out of this year actually is that you get to see like little live stream concerts, which is something mm-hmm. I've really been enjoying. Like Ben Gibbard did like two weeks full of every day at. 4.30, I think, he would play, like, a half-hour set. And it's just, like, they're Aww. right here in my living room with me. That's so cool. Like, I watched a Shaky Graves one on Sunday, I think. And, like, that, I think, has been a, a super cool experience. So mm-hmm. maybe it doesn't have to be all... It, we'll have segments, right? Like, you know, Buzzkill and then Nice Things. So we, <laughs> we, we really tear you down during the episode, and then we end it with, like... But here's some good stuff you can check out. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't have any. I have no notes on this. This is great. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll expect you guys on my radio show next week. <laughs> <laughs> you want to start up? You, uh, you know, I, I have a non-zero amount of what I guess I would have to call podcasting expertise? Question mark. Okay. Perfect. That I would be, I yeah. would be happy to make the yes to make available to you. <laughs> Wonderful. My parents aren't going to love the title but you know <laughs> can't keep it pg all the time <laughs> also like come on have they looked at this year oh yeah, gosh good lord yeah has anyone what's next on on from my list okay uh so remote tasting which is in the theory category the notes say requires neural lace or equivalent Transferring the sensation of specific food tastes for allergic people during meals. Yes. Okay. I should explain. This This, this, this will require... It's like a two-phase explanation. So the first thing is, if you're not already familiar with the concept, a neural lace, in theory, would be is a structure that is... It's an artificial structure introduced into your brain that mimics the structure of your neurons d- uh, down to, you know, down to the cellular level, basically, so that it can record, theoretically, both b- record and broadcast, perhaps, you know, essentially your mind state to another another source right and so theoretically if, if there were two people let's say um who had a, let's say i have a neural lace let's say you have one let's say for instance that you're allergic to peanut butter right but you at one point really liked peanut butter and you miss peanut butter and i could like turn my neural lace on and eat a peanut butter sandwich and i could theoretically maybe have it just transmit the parts that light up when i eat the peanut butter into your neural lace and it would light up for and it would basically produce the sensation of tasting the peanut butter sandwich without having to actually eat it and then you could you know you could enjoy your 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 peanut butter sandwich through me okay yeah (laughs) it sounds like a great diet idea oh where i'm like man i'm gonna watch that person eat a hamburger so hard yeah 
I'm, let me just I just wanna watch. Well, I'm watching it. But also like <laughs> so if let's say like I'm eating something and someone else is, you know, absorbing this information from me, what if I don't like what I'm eating? Are they also not going to like it? The Ooh. fucking that's un Unfortunately, I think the answer to that question is yes, because if I'm transmitting my all of my neural impulses, then yeah, I think you're literally going to experience with something that also tripped me up. What you just said about the dieting thing, right? Like theoretically, you would also experience the sensation of having it in your stomach. No, right? Maybe. But uh, because right? Because it. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on how much of the experience is in your brain tissue. Uh, but then, but then here's the thing: is that the instant I shut off the connection. Then you don't feel that anymore. Oh right, and then you can get bigger than that. Yeah, but 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 the question though of like whether you like it, like if I like it, does that? Oh my god, does that mean that if you put mayonnaise on a sandwich, <laughs> oh, no, transmit it to me? Does that mean I have to like? Oh, I see. My god. That's what I was thinking about. Are all of the options for messing with people? Like, can you just hijack someone's neural lace and give them nasty flavors? You see, because I, I honestly think what you're talking about is mind control. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> basically. <laughs> right. So, like, what if, are we just talking about, are we isolating, like, flavor profile only? Or if I look at someone and I feel a certain way about them, like, are you also going to know that? Like, if somebody I don't mm-hmm. like walks through the door and I have, like, an anger reaction, are you going to also <laughs> feel angry? And you're like, I love this sandwich, but I'm so <sighs> mad. I don't I, know. I, on, I don't know either. I, honestly, I think it's going to depend on, like, how closely linked... Like, if it's possible to extricate one type of input from another, or if, like, just there's just something about the about the, the gestalt of the, all of the impulses in your brain that makes up... You know what I mean? I, we, think, there's a, th- I think I've talked about this before, but I really appreciated uh, Elizabeth Bear's Ancestral Night for talking about things like moving brains around and, and moving consciousness around. And just she just takes the idea that you're... you're body and brain are separate and was like nah usually like, nah you, you got a limbic system you got learned responses to trauma those those are body and brain suck it up yeah I, should i give that book another shot i didn't get very far into it i really enjoyed it but you know your mileage huh. may vary I, I you know maybe i just wasn't in the right spot yeah i'll i'll, I'll, I'll circle back Could be, can uh, i make one more note about this is that oh, yes. i've listened to a good amount of these podcasts and somehow with you John <laughs> all roads lead to mayonnaise <laughs> yeah. oh, mostly because it's so much fun to taunt John mayonnaise about mayonnaise with you it's just gross and I hate it so good and tangy I don't have I mean I don't love it I don't hate it it's just there for me I mean I you know I'm not like wild about it and want to put it on everything but like it's got its place and I like it yeah, in its place. I agree. People that eat it on fries, though, can that's disgusting. Oh, it's so good with a little ketchup. It's just that I regard it as an intruder. 
All right. It's, well. It is unwelcome in the house of my mouth at all times. And the fact that lots of people think that it should just be there by default is is an affront to me. Okay, well, I'll keep that in mind. Sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> with the, with that in mind, should we should we move on to yeah. a Jenna idea? Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. This is Jenna. We now the last time you were on the show, we did spend some time in the dating space, but I need to bring us back there because I found this, and I have to know about dating LinkedIn. Okay, oh, wow. yeah, sure. So dating is horrible. Mm-hmm. Dating apps are horrible. Mm-hmm. You got you are mm-hmm. so lucky, John, that. And, and Besha, you're in a committed relationship, I think, as well. Like, you guys are just so lucky because it's a nightmare out there. Like, I'm, I'm telling so you, sorry. the amount of men on dating apps who say that their dream dinner guest is Elon Musk is oh, God, shoot me in the and disgusting. Face. I will swipe left on you. Ugh. I, I just can't. I just cannot. Yeah. So there, on top I mean, of that, go ahead, Jock, go ahead. I, I, the, the one thing I'm gonna, just, I'm just gonna point out is that this, some number of years ago, before we discovered that he was an idiot, I, it, like it seemed possible that Elon Musk was cool. That like, I mean, honestly, there was a very good argument for for a little while there that he might actually have been an agent of special circumstances, which is a concept from actually from the science fiction books that produced the neural lace as well. But uh, it is he is clearly not. He's yeah, well, now it's 2020. We know better, and you should not be saying that. No. No, you should and not. And the fact that he's had sex six times to produce six children blows my mind. But wait, what? He has, like, six kids. Well, yes. Oh, you mean the fact that any that there are enough yeah, that people in the world willing to have sex with him that consensually sleep times. with him six times. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, so does dating LinkedIn... So, okay, so dating LinkedIn is that, like, essentially every time a guy has broken up with me, he's always just like, you're perfect, you're amazing, you're incredible, I just don't want a, a permanent plus one. Like, it's always like, I, I know listeners are like, yeah, they're just saying that. No, they're not. I am perfect, and I am amazing. <laughs> it is them. And it really so, is their problem. No, it seriously yep. is. So what I would like is for them to give me that reference so that I yeah. may take it to someone more deserving. Endorse you for skills. And I, yeah, I want a dating LinkedIn where it's like, okay, I can put up like, I'm a great cook. You know, I'm a great party host. I like reading books. Like here, here's what I can bring to the table in a relationship. And on top of that, here is my five-year plan and then my exes who are all like oh like she's so great but you know whatever um they can go in and be like yeah she is actually very great and endorse me great cook like all all these things and then i can do the same for people who like you know i think were equally great just like didn't have the the chemistry like all those nice guys that i'm just like Mm -hmm. oh my god like i wish that i had those feelings but i just don't but like i hope that you get i hope you get someone like you're amazing you know 
So that's that's what dating LinkedIn is for me. I and and it would be and to some some extent it would be sort of automatic and that like you would it would it would find those connections for you mm-hmm. right such that like if there was if there was somebody that you dated and it didn't work out with you could maybe then see their friends and see who is single and be like oh yeah you know or, or right like it would also yeah. enable you to do a little bit of searching but but the testimonial part I agree is good there there was a hot minute for I don't remember how long it lasted or nor how long ago it was, but there was a while where OkCupid did let you leave testimonials on people's profiles. Yeah. I, the most yeah. memori- memorable one I got was from my ex-boyfriend who just typed horse cock, horse cock over and over again. So I don't know that it really worked exactly. He wasn't even being insulting. That was just his sense of humor. <laughs> um. What a great review. Yeah. Cock was yeah. in all caps, so it was more like horse cock, horse cock, horse cock, horse cock. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great time. In that way, it was almost onomatopoeic. Exactly. I, uh... Fascinating. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Adam, for that one. I yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't see a down. Like I don't see why this shouldn't be implemented immediately. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. So I think you also have to think of like this is for serious daters, right? Like, don't come... At, I want a five-year plan. I'm in my 30s now. Is it a changeable plan? Sure. But, it, like, it can't just be like, oh, well, I was thinking of going to Coachella next year. Okay. Yeah. Well, you and Elon Musk have fun. Like, okay. No. I, you know... Good Lord. I think it just has... And you're right. Like, every time a guy's like, well, you're perfect, I'm like, okay, well, then do you have a recommendation? Do you maybe want to, like, send one of your bros my way? Like, is he ready? (laughs) Honestly. And and the thing is that this would let you do that that reaching out proactively, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know how people can see you from, like, industry and stuff? They can go, like, headhunting for you on LinkedIn. (laughs) Be like, okay, I want a little five-foot-three brunette firecracker. Oh. There she is. <laughs> oh, and her profile says very funny. Hmm. Okay. Endorsed for her. funny <laughs> by people her. who are proficient in this skill. Yeah, it's true. Words per minute. Who cares? Wit per minute. That's what I'm serving. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since LinkedIn is a proven concept, this yes. seems like a no-brainer. Yes. Somebody please just make this happen. Yeah, for me. <laughs> Exclusively for Jenna. Yes, just for me. <laughs> I'm the only woman on the whole site. <laughs> just kidding. Everyone deserves to find love, except Elon. Yeah, fuck that guy. Okay. Agreed. Are we ready for your next idea? Yes. So this is a story... It is a kid trapped in zombie-proofed room with his high school crush. (laughs) Is his high school crush also a zombie? Is she hiding a bite? Yeah, it's... (laughs) These are all good questions. Yeah, I don't know. Is is the zombie apocalypse outside still ongoing, or has it just... Has it been like five years since the last time they you know they, they had a, an incursion or what if he's there against his will oh my like, god uh, uh, like she trapped <laughs> him in there with her yeah or yeah like she you know like yeah oh 
Yeah. Uh, there are so many different permutations. I feel like this almost deserves its own anthology. Yeah. Yeah, because there are a lot of directions. Yeah, because you got to have the build-up to the zombie apocalypse. But I would like to know, who number one, who zombie-proofed the room? Yeah. Right? Also that. There's a bad And then here. also, have it. adding my own note, what if his high school crush, while not a zombie, is a vampire? <laughs> Maybe a werewolf. (laughs) Do you think, though, that a zombie-proofed room would also be a werewolf-proofed room because the moonlight couldn't get in? Well, probably. Hmm. I I don't think that it's necessarily a function of the moonlight hitting the werewolf, right? Like, Mm, it's just just the moon just has to exist. You know, um... I mean, I, th- I think. I'm actually not an expert on werewolf lore. I was like, I, oh, I, like <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know we were here with Dr. Sung. <laughs> I'm a doctor of werewolves. werewolf expert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, um, yes, I'm a lycanthropologist. Mm, okay, well, I'll put that in your LinkedIn profile. I'll believe it. Please, please see that you do. I um no that that I I love that twist. That that I mean yeah. See this is what I'm saying. I think this belongs. This is an anthology clearly, and you know, we'll we've got a slot for you already. Yes, someone write it and put a cocktail recipe at the front as a throwback to my last episode. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. All very books much. should now come with a cocktail recipe. Is what I'm saying i agree not young adult yeah. novels possibly not maybe it's a maybe it's a, something that somehow unlocks when they reach the correct age and they you know, <laughs> feel like going back this is this is just a, a, a thought that's occurring to me off yeah the because of you're gonna head. reread twilight at 21 true true you say re as though one has already read it indeed indeed yeah <laughs> can we can we move to the to the next jenna idea yeah of course this is this is the last one that I, I think, but I think this is a good one because I I feel like this could take so many forms, and I just I need to know what is the remote control shusher? Okay, <laughs> so I live in if anyone's familiar with it, it's called Rancho Cordova. It is in the greater Sacramento area, but it's not like exactly the nicest place. Uh, I live in the nice part. But we still refer to it as the Dirty Dova. And I live right <laughs> off of, like, kind of not a main street, but there there's two apartment complexes across from me. So, like, there is kind of a lot of traffic. And, like, I live, my window faces the street. And the amount of times I am woken up by middle-of-the-night drama is unreal. And I'm not that light of a sleeper. So I also have a patio that faces the street. And I just wish that I had, like, a little speaker out on the patio and then a little button where I could push it and it would say, like, hey, like, shut the F up. Hell I'm yeah. sleeping. <laughs> so that, like, oh I wouldn't God. have to identify myself as a Karen, but I could still tell them to shut up. Yep. Because I don't want to be a Karen. I just want to sleep. That's the yep. difference. I don't care. I don't care what anything you are if you're disturbing my sleep we have a problem Mm. i just like my sleep i i live next door to a big building that has a side door and nobody seems to want to go to the front door they only ever go to the side door which you can't open from outside 
And so what I hear is, Michael! <laughs> Michael! Michael! <laughs> and then the door opens and it goes, because the door's not supposed to be open. It's emergency exit. That. And it's at all hours. It's not always Michael. Sometimes it's Larson, um, which actually, like, it's possible that Michael Larson is is one person. I'm not sure. Um, Let's Google him. (laughs) But I want to kill. And that's exactly what I want to do is is just play a recording that says shut the fuck up or possibly get a fucking cell phone. Yeah, I don't want to get out of bed. That's another thing. It's like, I don't want to get out of bed. I just want you to shut up. I want you to know that I want you to shut up. I want to push a button. Everyone here wants you to shut up, but this is Cordova, so we don't snitch. Like, (laughs) yeah, but I would like, and I think the other thing is, like, it has to be concealed, and maybe it's several different, like, settings, right, of, like, just a little, like, hey, guys, like, would you mind going inside? Can you keep it down? Yeah, to, like, a grumpy old man being like, you kids, I'm calling the cops. (laughs) Or, like, you know, like, varying levels so that, number one, they don't know that it's you, It's just, Mm -hmm. like, the whole neighborhood's irritated with them. Because I'll be honest, the most common aggressors of my sleep are the people across from me, which I'm pretty positive they're drug dealers, Mm -hmm. and the people under me who, whoo, boy, they just got a lot going on. (laughs) So Here's, I mean... Obviously, you you want the recording not to be of your voice, though, right? Yeah. Correct. So, what I'm what I'm basically hearing then is that you're you're creating an industry for out of work voice actors, of yes. which there are a, a lot, and I'm sure that they would appreciate the money because because I feel like this is a product that needs regular software updates, right? Mm-hmm. It needs new clips for different hostility levels, so that nobody <laughs> is precisely sure. Like they, you don't you never hear the same one twice. And no, I love it, especially because I think you're also right that it needs to be concealed. And so there would be another another hardware industry that pops up for like making housings for this speaker that look like a flower pot or a bird nest or, you know, what have you, like adaptable for many different sort of front yard porch outdoor situations. Yeah. All right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Although you could also just go on Cameo and get, like, Henry Rollins shouting, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, mm, the, the problem there is that, like... Then it's obviously... What if, what if you recognize... Yeah. 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 That's fair. I mean, yeah. I, I do like this concept. It wouldn't be as useful for me because the, the main sound aggressors that we get on our street is people in motorcycles oh. who mm. rev them so loud and so hard that they set off the car alarms they drive yeah, past. Yeah. Yep. The, the, yeah, right? The system I have in mind for that is a set of offset microphones connected to a computer that will run a triangulation and connect to a 50 caliber sniper rifle on the roof with a gimbal on it that will send a bullet directly into the engine block of the motorcycle as it travels thereby eliminating I mean I, I guess that to, to be fair the rifle would need to be silenced Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be you honest. Have to put a suppressor on it. But what you're saying sounds like a crime of some kind. Yeah. I don't know what kind. Possibly I'm not a, a very lawyer. illegal. <laughs> it tr- sounds I mean, like it's maybe not super legal. Yeah. But by by no stretch of the law or the imagination is this in any way legal. <laughs> but it is still a good idea. You know yeah. what I I do I sometimes 
is like there's this guy who um he works for like an HVAC and so he has his like company truck parked right outside are like on the street outside my window and it has one of those sensors i don't know if you guys have these in your neighborhood or like encounter them but if a car gets too close it like beeps it goes beep 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 Uh, like it's honking like four times and when he leaves it on almost every car that goes by sets it off all day oh thanks i hate it oh no it's horrifying and so one weekend he must have been out of town i don't know because it was like for four days straight and i was like i'm gonna lose it here so i went and i just left like a little nice note on his car and i was like hey like i don't know if you know this but like your sensors on can you either turn it off or maybe like just park in a less trafficked area but i write in all cursive and so i think people think i'm a nice old lady (laughs) and that's how i get away with a lot of things i think well played they're never mean notes i always go for like the nice note first i'm always like hey like would you mind you know it's on like a little card that says like hello because i just have those because i'm a freak maybe i am a little old lady i don't know but it really (laughs) was effective he he doesn't leave it on like once in a blue moon but almost never (laughs) see I, i i can't use i can't use a 50 cal barrett to send a note like that to a person riding a motorcycle what Maybe I can do is kill their fucking motorcycle. <laughs> Attach it to it's a dart. to murder now. Dart the uh, tires. Yeah. Oh. Attaching a little nice cursive note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> perfect. It's perfect. Do, 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 do. It is now time for one of us to give a terrible recommendation or showcase an idea from our guest. Now, I know that is something we have been doing this whole episode, but you know what? There's more lines in this spreadsheet. <laughs> Jenna, are you are you good with doing one more of yours? I'm very good with it. <laughs> Excellent. I I have to know about Common Sense Hotline. Okay. Uh <laughs> so I feel that common sense is pretty much missing from our society today. Yeah. Um but I love finding solutions and I'm very good at finding solutions. So what My vision was, is that, uh, you know, people would call in with their dumb questions that could easily be fixed with a Google search to a team of people who then, you know, give them the answer that they couldn't find themselves, but that was easy. So, like, for me, a good example would be that my guy friend um, a while back was like, oh, like, you know, my back hurts. My bed is too soft, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, don't you have, like, one of those, like, foam toppers on your bed? Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, yeah. And I was like, take it off. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking duh. So you have three inches of softness on your bed. And you're complaining that it hurts. Take it off, you know. And so it's just things like that where... With just the smallest bit of information and common sense, you can solve someone's problem. And then my 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 little catchphrase for it would be turning your tragic into magic. <laughs> <laughs> because everything needs a catchphrase. It it does. And you're very good at them. No, oh, thank you. That's just you the solution focused, you know, endorsement I needed. I, I'm happy to provide it. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> 
I'll add that on my uh, dating LinkedIn <laughs> profile. Endorse you for that skill. Common sense approved. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know names what it is for things. People. What'd you say? Names for things. I'll endorse names you for that for skill. Names for things. You need a name? I got one. I, I have no notes. It's it's just good. Uh, how? Here's the all the, right. Oh, the only question that I have is. Uh, obviously, you would be one of the people at the other end of the line. Are there? Is there anybody else that you know who would qualify? Or are you just going to be extremely overworked? <laughs> Do you know what? I think there would have to be like an escalation system. Like there could obviously be a team who handled, you know, the day-to-day stuff mm-hmm. of like the things that could literally be answered with Google. Sure. Because they could just Google it. But if there, you know, if there's a real tough nut to crack, I think I think I'd have to have a special team for that. And I think you could have like specialists too, because I don't know everything about everything. I know a lot about a lot, but my knowledge is, as you say, wide but shallow. And I think <laughs> fair, you know, that we could. It's like assembling a trivia team, right? You have your history people, and you have your book people and you have your music people and your sports people you got to have a team like that so when i lived in san francisco i was on san francisco sex information which started as a hotline in the 70s for questions about sex and they found that nobody was really qualified to answer those questions so they founded a training which is really the big remaining part of spicy now is the training what if you just had a common sense training (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay. I think that would be more profitable. Or you can or you can test out at a certain level of confidence, maybe. I think the hotline leads to the trading because I won't know what questions to answer until I get them. That's fair. And I'm certain it's an ever growing list. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also have the wide but shallow knowledge thing, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think most people do. Well Yeah. Most of the people we're friends with, I think. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Most fellow intellectuals. Uh. <laughs> we, the intellectuals. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the only question I had was really, is it? do you think it's possible to inculcate common sense? No. No. Sorry. I think that you can teach people critical thinking. I used to joke on OkCupid okay that like, it wasn't important to me that someone had gone to college specifically, it was important that they had critical thinking skills. Mm -hmm. And I think college is good for that. I I think you can think, I I think you can think, I think you can train people to think critically. That doesn't necessarily mean that they will get actual sense. I think it has, I think you can, but I think it's a very, it's something you have to instill at like a young age. Like my parents Mm -hmm. are, I'm I'm a lot like my parents in the way that like they see a problem and they can fix it. Like my dog used to dig under the fence and run away every day. Mm-hmm. So instead of continuing to try to fix the fence, they just basically put a bucket at the end of his leash and then he would be <laughs> on one side of the fence when they got home and the bucket would be on the other. <laughs> That's really good. Right. So like <laughs> He can't go anywhere. Right. That's it. Or, you know, like punishment. If I slammed my door, my parents would just come take it off the hinges. And they were like, my dad did that. Very popular in my house. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think that problem solving is definitely something you can learn growing up Mm -hmm. if you pay attention. But maybe I'm wrong. I'll buy that. I think that's a fair phrasing of that issue. If you pay attention. 
and if it's there for you to pay attention to in the first place. Yeah, yes, that's a, it's a dual. Yes, you have to have both. There's obviously other ways to learn it, but I mean, looking at kids nowadays who don't know how to operate a can opener. I mean, God, I don't know. What do we do with that? <laughs> We're all going to be there eventually. Yeah. I'm waiting to see what what at what point I'm confronted with a device I I don't know how to operate. We're we're gonna we're gonna find out. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen at some point. I can't wait we to adjust my glasses on my nose while like making that weird face with my mouth and have a kid show me to do something. <laughs> like that's the classic look. I know exactly the look you mean. Yeah, I know I know everyone knows the look I mean. <laughs> it's my grandma's look. Yeah. Now let's see here. Hmm. <laughs> I think it's now time to let everyone know where we can be found on the internet. For me, this is easy. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and I've got a newsletter you really don't want to miss. You can find links to all that stuff at flavor.country. Go there now. You can find me on Twitter as Besha. And you can find me on Instagram as Jenna Twist, and on Twitter as at rock bottom yet. <laughs> it's, it's so good every time. Yeah, and it's honestly, so I love that I just changed my name to Keeps Getting Called Man Eater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see if it'll get me, like, less or more followers. We'll also endorse you for that skill on the dating LinkedIn. You know what? People keep saying it to me, and I'm like, where? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen a man in months. (laughs) If you haven't already, go ahead and give this show a five thingy rating in whatever podcatcher you're using to listen. And if you feel like being extra amazing, leave us a nice review. It would help us out a lot. If you've done that already, why not endorse us for skills? Any skills. I don't care what skills. I can tie my shoes. You want to see me tie my shoes? I can tie them. I, I was trying to come up with a skill that I have, and I'm, tr- I'm coming up blank. This is... Well, you're a, you're a werewolf expert. Don't be silly. That's don't true. sell yourself short. <laughs> I can wrap your cheese in a way that I'm pretty certain won't make it moldy. Oh, that is that good. That did not sound too confident. Pretty well, sure. That's fair. I should come up with a better skill. Hang on. I can wash the living shit out of your dishes. Hey. Oh, I will. Okay. Yep. Sold. Yeah. And I can make whatever business you have a better catchphrase than it has right now. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And remember, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. I want to cut. Do-do. Do-do. Do-do.